0: We. Are. I. I sit here and I smirk at myself. Thinking about how bad that I just don't want to say anything about the trucker commission and what's going on in Canada with it. And, you know, how listening to pl- former police chief solely, listening to him talk, I'm just, I'm shocked that this motherfucker got fired. Like, I'm absolutely shocked. If there was a dick the size of a cannon, this motherfucker Hold on, sorry, let me back up. If there was a dick the size of a cannon coming off the federal government, this motherfucker would find a way to be able to put it in his mouth. Now, I know that's fucked up. I understand. I completely understand. But if you listen to any of what this guy had to say, I don't know whether or not that... He never listened to all the other police chiefs and police commissioners from across Ontario, including the ones that took over for him. I don't know whether or not that he's doing this intentionally or whether or not that he's doing this because he actually fundamentally feels this way. Or you can just see how broken he is as an individual like No morals, no ethics, no nothing. When the lawyer for the JCCF, Justice Center for Constitutional Freedoms, goes up and he asks me, and same thing, this is the same question that he asks every single one of these witnesses because it's a fundamental part of this case. Because under the CSIS Act in Canada, Section 2, has to be met and is required to invoke the emergencies act in Canada has to be like one of the points. And I think there's four or five points and he walks them through every single one of these points every single time. And this guy is the same thing as this other police chief where he's trying to change the definition of violence. This motherfucker was trying to change the definition of foreign funding. Now, when you what is the definition of foreign funding? And I guess like this is, this is the thing to be examined. But there's already been the report that has been released, that the vast, vast, you're talking well over 80% of this money, that The millions and millions of dollars that got generated by this movement on GoFundMe and then Give, Send, Go. All of this money, majority of it came from Canadian citizens. Just donating $1,000, $50, $2, you know, $15,000. And a lot of this came from people like police officers and paramedics and doctors and, you know, steel workers, construction workers, stay-at-home moms. And all the way up to Jag Meetsing, the leader of the NDP party federally in Canada, his brother donated fifteen thousand dollars to this movement, and the amount of money that came from air quotes foreign funding. Yes, there were some people from around the world that you know gave money to this, but it was in the same thing. It was by these nominal donations. There was not. It wasn't like that. If there's ten million dollars raised, because there literally was. It's not like, you know, six or seven million, three million, two million, eight million came from from foreign funding in a single source. Like there might've been, you know, a million of this money that came from very small, very traceable donations. And they know that there's been a report lease, but yet this motherfucker wants to try to paint the picture. Like the emergencies act needed to be invoked because there was foreign funding. It's like, yes and no but this is how people are lied to and this is how people are fucked with and this is how people like this piece of shit you know get a voice that people you know kind of have to listen to because of the position that they're in and the authority that comes along with it and says there's been foreign funding the you know foreign nationals are you know coming into our you know And onto our institutions and onto our land and funding these, you know, fundamental terrorism movements and blah 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 and all this this bullshit they spewed out of their mouth, but it's not even remotely true. And after it's been disproven, still trying to do the same thing. Still trying to do it. And then of the the threats to the government. And like and this in the most weakest, absolute weakest examples. This person gave, which the, the lawyer for the JCCF is laughing, literally laughing as this guy is giving his answers because let's not forget there has been what three other police chiefs and if like three other police commissioners, I think two and two or three and three who've sat on that stand, that exact same stand has sat there and said, no, This has not met any of these conditions because it hasn't. But this guy, whether he's trying to angle to get his job back, but this is what makes me say I'm surprised that this motherfucker ever lost his job. If he's willing to be able to choke on that dick so hard that he's willing to go there and make an absolute fucking fool out of himself. And the worst is making an absolute mockery out of that position. It's insane. How is anybody ever going to respect these positions and these institutional positions of power? You know, like police chiefs, like police commissioners, like prime ministers, like MPs, MEPs, MLAs, senators. How is anybody going to respect any of these fools if they keep going on and the average person who has any common sense, can see through that shit like it is saran wrap. Not even saran wrap that has condensation on it. Not even saran wrap that has some fucking paint on it. Just clear old saran wrap with the sun shining through on the other motherfucking side. And this is why you see all of these, you know, G7 and G20 countries, shouldn't say all, vast majority of all of these countries starting to push over to Republicans and conservatives because they need some reasonability back. They need to be grounded and rooted again in real life because this left-leaning Democratic-Liberal politics and the way of running this world is just breaking itself. It's absolutely breaking itself. And I know that this precedes far what it is right now. And I know that there's just as stupid fucking people who get into these positions who are, you know, uh, Republican or conservative. I completely understand that. But the one thing that I understand is it doesn't... It hasn't got this bad is what it is right now. We need to pull Things back. I want to respect these positions, but the people in them demand that you don't. And where does that leave the world? And I will tell you, it leads to lawlessness. It's the same thing with kids and parents. If if kids look at their parents and they don't see this person, that they're just like, man, if I fuck up, I'm going to feel real bad. I'm going to feel guilty. I'm going to feel ashamed. You know, if they don't look at their parent and feel that because they have that underlying fundamental respect for them, this is where things start to go wrong. And this is how parents are raising their kids today is that they just let them walk all over them all over them and there's absolutely no fucking recourse for that and then it trickles out into the everyday world and then you get these people who just want to be sponges of public opinion and the people who cry the loudest are these people who have the most fucking unbelievable ideas that should never gain any ground and especially how you can see farmers The last people you should ever be attacking in this world, no matter what political ideology that you come from, are farmers. The people who literally put food on your table, no matter what food that is. When you see the political elite attacking farmers, you know things have gone really fucking wrong. So, my question of the day is, do you as an individual... No matter what country you live in, do you as an individual have any respect for your current political climate? And I'm talking from policing, municipal, all the way up to federal, and all of these government institutions. Do you have any faith left in these institutions anymore?